Good evening and welcome to Conversations with Crystal. I am your hostess, Crystal, and this evening I have a wonderful guest with me, Max Richards, Jr. Welcome, Max. How are you this evening? Hi, Crystal. Good yourself? I'm very, very well, thank you. It's such a pleasure uh, to speak with you this evening. I know that you're a very busy gentleman. And so um, let's talk about you and talk about where you are at the moment and what you want to do and where you see yourself. So first of all, I believe and I know that you're with a band called Touchwood Rock. Yep, that's correct. I've been with them for, um, it's probably about two years now, but we didn't start gigging straight away. Um, we rehearsed for a good few months and, and got our stuff all down and I came in as the new singer. Mm-hmm. And um, we had another guy called Brett Carroll who came in as the um, bass player. And um, our old bass player does our sound for us. Oh, cool. And they're, they're a great bunch of blokes um, that they, they've, they're like family, they're like my brothers. They're, they're a really good bunch of guys. Oh, that's great. That's great. And you love being you love being in Touchwood Rock. Oh, absolutely. Probably the I would have to say the best band I've been in. Oh like wow. The, there's no like there's no egos. Like there's we all get along. Everyone's got a sense of humor. We all have a joke, and you know we all help each other. So it's it's really good. And I think that's really important, isn't it, to really like the people that you're in the band with? Oh, absolutely. And and to me, if it's if it's not fun, and then it's not worth doing. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So now, Max, um, from a couple of years ago, I hadn't actually heard of you around, and I'm sure you've been around, but um, I hadn't heard of you until I seen you at a jam night, and I went, "Oh, who's this fella?" Yeah. And I thought. Ah, he's going to be going somewhere. And I like that I was right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, so I... tell me, so tell me, what? where were you a cup, before a couple of years ago? Were oh, you in so... Sydney or? Yeah, no, oh, yeah, I did live up in Inverell for a while when I was married, but that's going back a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I I got back into bands when I, when I came back here. Um, and I was singing with a, a bloke called Sean McCarthy in his band Down Thunder, but I was only doing the country gigs because the lady that sung with them, her parents were very elderly and she didn't want to go too far away from them. So I did the country ones for her. The country ones, fair enough, yeah. And then uh, Sean formed another band called Lightning Road and I was singing in, in that. But I, my, my um, career started off with my dad. Right, so how about you tell us a little bit about your early career and you want to, we'll talk about your dad in just half a sec, but mm-hmm. I feel as though your dad was probably your earliest influence and oh, inspiration. He was. He, ex- exactly, he was. I've, I've even written that down here. Um, <laughs> yeah, dad, dad was, um, um, you know, the, the one that encouraged me to sing. Um, probably the first song that I, he taught me to sing was Country Roads by John Denver. Beautiful. Uh, the first time I sung, I was about four or five, and it was at Strathfield. Um, I don't know. I can't think of the, exactly where it is. It's on a corner there, Strathfield Tavern or something, and there's shops around it. And it was near Christmas time, and he got me to sing Jingle Bells, but he didn't tell anyone that I was his son. He just said, I'd, 
it was all sort of set up kind of thing. Oh, does this yeah. little boy want to sing? Like I already knew about it and that was the first time I sung in public. I was about four or five. Oh, that is fantastic. Now is your dad musical? Absolutely. Yeah. Does he sing, play guitar, play yeah. keys? What does yeah. he, can you tell yeah, me a bit he, about your dad? Yeah, so he sings and he plays guitar. He had a band, very successful band called Men of Country that won two Mo Awards um, back in uh, late 70s, early 80s mm-hmm. for, for Best Country Show Group, which was a pretty uh, big big thing back then, that award. Um, absolutely, absolutely. He was also on all the shows, if you're old enough to remember, Mike Walsh show, John Singleton show, Reg Lindsay show. I am, um, unfortunately. <laughs> did, um, oh, no, I'm, I'm pretty much sort of letting the viewers see if they were, you know, the listeners, if yeah. they were old enough. Yeah. Um, he was also on um, like the Young Doctors as a, t- a TV extra and the movie Caddy as a background extra. Oh, cool. Yeah. And And you have your name after him, Max Richards. Yeah, unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I say that because uh, when I've lived with him, he's opened my mail up and that before and it's not really nice when your dad opens up your speeding fines. No, but um, yeah, dad, um, dad's been a a big influence on all of us. Like my two sisters, they both sing, um, and my eldest sister Julie and dad, they're on about their uh, third or fourth CD now that they've done. Oh, that is fantastic! Uh, Is there links anywhere that uh, the listeners might like to? have a look at those and purchase them is I'm sure you um, can give me like a, a website yeah, on, or a link of on, some sort on Facebook um you, you can you can find them on Facebook um and my dad's called Max Richard Senior on Facebook but they call themselves Never Too Late mm-hmm. so um I think it was kind of like dad's sort of last throw of the dice with music because he sort of gave away doing live performance and that quite a long time ago. Yeah. Um, it was getting a bit too much for him. He was doing a lot of solo and duo work and that's when I started off with him like in the 90s. But uh, he used to get me up at some of his band gigs and I'd just do a couple of songs. How good is that? How lucky are you, blessed, truly blessed to have such a great influence in your life? Yeah, and we sound really good too together, Dad and I. We, we can sing like an Everly Brothers song and I, oh. I think it's just like the Finn Brothers and that. It's just um, it's a genetic thing, I think, that you, you can sound similar or, you know, like a few octaves yeah. above each other. And, and yeah. That, yeah. That's fantastic. Did you ever have any um, formal singing lessons? Um, no, but I can tell you an interesting story. So I'd Sean, love Mc- to hear it. Sean McCarthy, I mentioned earlier, was having singing lessons with John Swan, Swanee, mm-hmm. who was living at North Ride um, about probably oh, maybe eight, ten years ago he was here. And he goes, oh, he said to me, why don't you go and have a singing lesson with him? So I went and had a singing lesson with him and a fantastic man, um, our mothers both died around the same time, so we had that in common. Um, he told me lots of stories of, of what he used to get up to in the rock and roll game, so you could imagine some of the stories he told me <laughs> of what, yeah. he got up, what he got up to and that. But but he stopped me after the second song and I thought, oh, shit, what have I done? I've, I've, I've done something wrong. 
And he said, what are you doing here? And I was sort of taken aback and I was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, there's nothing wrong with your voice. He said, you've got a, you've got actually got a good voice. And then I sung Bow River, but he played it to a karaoke track. Right. I, I felt a bit funny singing along to that because everything else he played on the guitar. Yeah, yeah. And, and then he, he pulled me up on that. And then I just remembered that when I sing it, because Mossy's got a pretty sort of a bluesy, soulful, like almost like a, a black man's voice. Mm-hmm. So I started singing it like that. And he goes, yep, now you've got it. Beautiful. And that's how I normally sing it, but just not used to singing it to the, to the backing to track. To the track. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. But he was a lovely man. He gave me a hug when he left and he was so down to earth and just, yeah, great guy. That's fantastic. Isn't it great, the people that you meet along the way? Yeah, yeah. It, it really is. It's uh, very enlightening, I think. That's, I, I was in a male choir for a while too and that helped a lot. Um, yeah. That was in Inverell and I was the youngest person in that choir by about 15 years. <laughs> Good so this is going back, um, I wouldn't have even been 40 yet. I was 39. Yep. So the next oldest guy was in his 50s and then that, like the oldest guy would have been hitting 90, I'd say. Wow. And they were just a fantastic bunch of old blokes and we, and we sung all these songs I'd never even heard of before and um, I was a – a tenor. Mm-hmm. But the that. point is that you, as long as you're doing it and you get something out of it, it I improves it. you in great. some in some way. You know. Yeah. What What made me What made me uh, join those guys was my daughter was singing at the town hall for her school, and it was a it was a big day where all sorts of people got up to sing, and the Inverell Mail Choir got up and they sung, and there was only there wasn't a whole lot of them there. There was only about eight of them there. But I stood back and I thought, wow, look at that. I could see the respect and the love that they had for each other just by watching them. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, shit, I'd, oh, excuse me. I just that's thought right. I'd, I'd love to be part of that. That's that's just beautiful. And, and um, yeah, I inquired about it and they said, why don't you come along to a, to a, good is a practice? And uh, next thing I knew I was singing with those guys for as long as I was up there. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, so apart from your father, uh, what bands did you like back then that were an influence to you? Um, what bands? Um, yes, yeah, so like I, I, um, I liked listening to um, um, like the old stuff that my mum and dad listened to. Like I, I really love Roy Orbison. I think he's a fantastic singer. He's probably oh, one, yes. of my, one of my favourites. Um, and then, like, sort of going modern, um, I, like Johnny Farnham was the first uh, concert I ever went to when he did Whispering Jack, and he's just – he's world-class. Like, he just blew me yes. away. The whole mm-hmm. band was unbelievable. Um, and Chris Cornell from Soundgarden, um, he's passed away now, though, but he's – I really like what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, Lenny Kravitz, I just think he's just fantastic. Just – he's a real cool boat, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, probably one of the first songs I ever heard was um, Gordon Lightfoot, Sundown. I love Gordon Lightfoot. That's the the earliest song I can remember hearing on the radio and I've always loved that song since. Nice, nice. Yeah, great stuff. So you got your start with your dad by getting you up to sing with his band now and again. Yeah. So from there... 
Are you joined Sean McCarthy for a little while? Uh, no, no. Um, I, so I did the duo thing. I was in a band with my sister for a little while. Oh, lovely. Um, and that didn't – all that was was rehearsal. It didn't really get off the ground. And then mm. uh, I did nothing for a while. And then a, a few years later um, I saw an ad up at the music shop at Campbelltown and they wanted a singer. And that was – these guys practice it. At Norellan, and we called ourselves The Last Chance. That was the first name of the band. Mm-hmm. And then we changed it to Snake Bite. And I went and rehearsed with them every single weekend. Um, well, the only thing we really did was um, a battle of the bands and a couple other little gigs. Like we did a, um, a gig with Sean McCarthy. We just did um, like one set or six songs or something. We didn't get paid for it, but it was our foot in the door sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and my sister joined that band as well and uh, played keyboards in it. Um, nice. And I, I was in another band um, as well, actually before that, and they were called the Down Under Band. And, yeah, I was in that band first and then my sister joined that one, sorry. And then while that was going on, I joined these other guys, the, the last chance. I was in two bands at the same time and I ended up leaving the, the first band they weren't let, letting me sing, and that's really where I wanted to be. So I was just pretty much doing backup vocals and playing rhythm guitar in that band, and I ended up leaving. Right. I just wanted to be more creative and, and be the singer. So. Yeah, and that's what you do now in Touchwood yeah. Rock. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and it's so great that you're having lots of fun in that band too. Oh, we're, we're, we're working our bums off. Like we, we work every pretty much every weekend um, yeah. and we're actually, we're playing this weekend now. I got a uh, message last night. We're playing in Margie on Saturday night. So nice, nice. Looking forward to that. Definitely. So I know you sing and you sing quite lovely, quite well. Uh, so you just mentioned you play guitar and I did not know that. So if you play a bit of guitar, do you play the rhythm, the lead? Yeah, just, ry- just rhythm. Just uh, rhythm? I- I, I, I have um, taken my um, guitar before to the Champagne Jam, but I think you guys might have already left because oh, okay. there was a couple of times you guys left early. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I, I played um, a few of my original songs there and um, Graham put a nice, really nice touch to, to like a lead break in there and everything and it was just really nice to hear that because – I haven't mucked around with that side of things yet. I'm not really a lead player at all. Yeah, right. Can play a well, little I... bit of bluesy stuff, but that's that's about it. Yeah, you've got to put the time into it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So playing guitar, and do you play keys at all, or anything else? Uh, look, I can only play like a few chords on the on the piano and keys, um, and that was because when we were growing up, there was uh, we had an old pianola with the roles taken out and my sister learnt to play that and she taught me a little bit, um, just just chords and stuff yeah. like that. So that's yeah. all I can do there. But I play harmonica. Oh, I didn't know um, that either. Very yeah. nice. Um, mainly, yeah, mainly bluesy stuff, uh, cross harp. Um, I, I play, um, um, what's that song, Boys Light Up. I play the ha- harmonica part in that. Um, at the start and I also play there's a harmonica part in what I like about you 
and that's... you play and you play that harp uh, and you're singing in touch with rock, right? Yeah. That's very cool, Max. Yeah. Really, I, really cool. I play didgeridoo too, but the breathing's the the hardest bit. I I have trouble with the breathing. Right. Doing right. the circular breathing. Now, a little question because you're a vocalist. Uh, have you ever done a couple of gigs in the row and felt your voice going? Uh, yes, I have, but it wasn't because of the gigs. I, I also do TV extra work and I'm, I was an extra on the new Mad Max movie and we are filming an angry crowd scene. So there was a lot of yelling and screaming and I was there for like a whole week. By oh. the end of the week, I'd lost my voice and we had to oh. do a four-set gig at Springwood. No way. And I, I managed to get away with it. I got away with it. Mm-hmm. And I said to the boys, you've got to help me out. If you hear me struggling, you've got to help me out. Because so, we all sing. So Brett does um, take a long line. He sings that. Yep. And Andre sings Beds Are Burning. Nice. By Midnight Great Oil. song. Great song. It is. It, and we do that song pretty well too because we've got some good harmonies and that going on. Mm-hmm. And and Murray sings The One I Love by R.E.M. Nice. So yeah, we all we all sing, and I'd I'd like them all to learn an extra song so that if that happens ever again, it'll help me out a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and plus too, um, as a vocalist, people think, oh, you're just standing up there singing, but that's not true at all. It's it's actually quite can be quite demanding. Yeah. Oh, look, so, I, yeah. Sorry. Uh, Oh, what I was going to say was I can't I can't sing like a Bon Scott song from ACDC, get up there and do that straight away. I've got to be warmed up to do anything with a bit of a, you know, a high register. Yeah, absolutely. And song. and so having other members of the band being able to sing a song or two, it gives your voice just that little bit of respite. Yeah. For you, and also a moment so you can have a, have a drink. Yeah, exactly. And um, just refresh. So I think that that's really great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you do backups while they're singing a song, or you just totally yeah, take yeah, a little I do. Break? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've, but, I've got probably got the best range in the whole band. Like I, I can get the highest notes as well. Perfect. So, um, so it really works out nicely when when they sing and and we're doing harmonies. I can, you know, go a bit higher above the other guys. Yeah. So, oh, that's fantastic. I like that. Yeah. So. What is coming up? You guys have got a lot of gigs coming up and where can the listeners catch up with you guys? Like you have a Facebook page, a yep, web got, page? Yep, we've got um, Touchwood Rock Band on on Facebook and it's the new one because I, I did have an old one up there and I changed it to private and because um, we're getting a few people sort of um, putting the wrong sort of content on there. Oh, yeah. And I... I didn't realise that you can't change it back after a certain amount of time and it was stuck on private. So I had to sort of restart all over again and it's public. But it's if they look up Touch With Rock Band, mm-hmm. they'll, they'll find us there. Don't look up Touch With Rock because that's what our guitarist calls himself and you'll just go to his page. So if you go to Touch right. With Rock Band. Band. Yeah. yeah. yeah I think what got... we'll do – sorry, Max. I think yeah, what right. we'll do is uh, you, we'll get a link – to that Facebook page and I'll put it in the description of this show. Okay. And then that way people can make sure that they get the right thing. Yeah, cool. 
Yeah. So you guys have got some stuff coming up. Now, of course, keep in mind that this may be a month or so. So going into, let's say, November, December, January, what have you guys got lots coming up? And are you doing a New Year's Eve? Yes, we are. We, we, we've got um, Malaysia Hotel on New Year's Eve. Fantastic. We've got, we got um, on the 30th of December, we've got Mudgee again, the same pub, Kelly's Irish Pub. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got uh, two more gigs at Hillsdale, Club Hillsdale, and she's actually booked us right up till next year. Like we've got a gig. Um, she's got us playing every second month. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we've got one in November and one in December. So she's given us seven gigs already for next year. Oh, that's fantastic. So we've got three in Springwood um, to see this year out. We've got one up at Long Jetty. Um, mm-hmm. One at Warragamble Workers and um, Dicey Riley's at Wollongong and Kwama Lakes. Oh, fantastic. So, we've, yeah, we've got a gig pretty much, I think there's one Saturday free. And as a rule, we, we don't play Fridays too much because we all work. Um, mm-hmm. And it just depends. Like if it's, a, if it's a late start, we can all get there. But it's really pushing it on a Friday to, to um, make it on time. Like I do traffic control and... And I had to get my girlfriend to take up because um, I had the PA at the time, well, half mm-hmm. of it, and she had to take race that up to um, Springwood because I had 20 minutes to spare when I got there. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Yeah, nobody – it's always good to be able to set up and then have a little bit of a break before you actually start, I think. Yeah, well, our sound guy's really good because he get he likes to get there three hours before we play, which is really good because things go wrong and it just yes. gives you plenty of time to work things out if something does go wrong. Yeah, and it, it is usually Murphy's rule too, isn't it? Yeah. It's certainly – that can always happen. Yeah. So who do you think is the best live act that you've ever seen? The best? Oh, that, that's, a, that's a tough one. Um, like I said before, Johnny Farnham, uh, he was really fantastic. Um, but I've seen um, – I'm just trying to find where I wrote it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, uh, so yeah, I saw him when I was fifteen. He was great. But I saw the Eagles up in the Hunter Valley before. Um, was it Don Henley? One of them died. Um, I think it was Don Henley. Um, mm-hmm. I saw them. Yeah, that was probably about ten years or eight years ago in the Hunter Valley, and that was one of the best concerts I've seen. Fantastic. Um, it was just the atmosphere was just unbelievable. Everybody was singing their songs. Everybody was in a great mood and friendly. And they all just started off um, like each member came out of how the band started. And they even had old members come out as well. And they spoke about, um, you know, that they started off um, practicing out the back of, I think it was a liquor shop or something like that. And they sat on, you know, milk crates and things like that. They, it, it was just a simple start, and just they, they, you know, they put shit on each other and everything. It was, it was really funny, like, but it was yeah. really great, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To be part of something like that. Yeah, 
and ACDC, yeah. I've seen them too. They were they were unbelievable. They were very loud, but they were great. <laughs> Angus Angus played like a fifteen minute guitar solo, and I just was so happy to see that. And that was before Malcolm Young died too, so that was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A fifteen minute guitar solo. Oh my god, his fingers must have been like leather. Oh, he had sweat dripping off him, and and he <laughs> he was on this. He he walked out like on this sort of long uh, finger stage. And it opened up at the end like a, a sort of a round platform and that mm-hmm. rose up in the air. So he was like, I don't know, 10 feet or 15 feet up in the air playing this guitar solo. And it was just incredible. It was just, yeah, one, one of the best concerts I've seen. Oh, that's fantastic. Max, have you got a funny story from your time of being in bands? Yeah, I I did a gig with um, I'm going to drop Sean McCarthy's name again. So this was with <laughs> this was with Down Thunder, and this is the country gigs I was talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So this was up in Orange, and I was singing, and and um, he had cordless microphones, and he encouraged me to to go down and sing in amongst the crowd. And I went down, and I had two girls in front of me. And and one of the girls was bloody trying to kiss me while I was trying to sing and take the microphone <laughs> off me as well. And I was so emba- – I must have been as red as a beetroot. I was so embarrassed. Oh, you poor bugger. <laughs> <laughs> and it ne- that had never happened to me. And it's it, – you know, a lot of people say, oh, do you pick up chicks, you know, when you do gigs and that. Usually I've got a girlfriend and I take my girlfriends to the gigs anyway. So that's one thing. And the other thing is what they don't understand is you get to a gig you help set up, you do your gig, and then when you finish the gig, you help pack up. And by the time you pack up, they've called last drinks and everyone's out anyway. Exactly. So there's no romantic things for me anyway. So <laughs> No, yeah. no. I think what a lot of people don't realise is that being a musician, a gigging musician is actually a little bit of hard work. Yeah. You know, as much as we absolutely love it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find, Max, that um, country audiences are more rowdy than city audience, audiences or the other way around? Well, I don't know. I suppose it depends where you go. Yeah. I, I, I've seen both. I've okay. seen both. But I do, I do think that the, the country people, they, they love a good time. They do. They do, they do. they do enjoy themselves and they do love a drink. But I've I've seen that in the city. I've seen that in the city too. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. How, Max, how do you handle if one of the punters wants to get up and show you how it's done? It doesn't happen. Good on you. We we we, we don't we don't do that. And I've even seen it when um with my dad when he was doing gigs and I was at the gigs, mm-hmm. and my dad's just got a really polite way of telling them to to get lost. Yep. And and it works all the time. Like he's not rude to them or or aggressive or anything. He just he knows the right thing things to say. to say. And 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 with being cheeky at the same time, but he gets away with it. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, if he's a charm or anything like you, I can imagine that he does. Oh, look, we, we we're happy to get um, other musos up, like um, Martin Cilia. Um, he plays in Murray's band, our keyboard player, with Crawfile, but he also plays with the Radiators. He's their guitarist. Mm-hmm. And he's come to a couple of our gigs at Club Hillsdale because he, he um, has a studio not far from there or lives down the road. 
So anyone like that, we've got a young girl too um, that comes to Springwood sometimes with a mother and she's a country music artist. But if she's ever at our gigs, we tell her she's welcome to get up anytime and she usually does Proud Mary. So we love doing that. We love getting other um, artists up. Um, but yeah, that's our that's our thing. We we only get people up that we know can sing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, um, absolutely. It's a, bit, it's a bit of a risk getting someone up that doesn't know what they're doing, and it can it can sort of um, wreck things a little bit. So we, we're, well, you know. yeah, you don't, yeah, and and the equipment is so expensive as well. I, th- I don't yeah. think people realise that as well. Well, that you know? that's that's the thing, Adam. Our drummer has had quite a few people say, "Oh, I'm a drummer, mate. Oh, do you mind? Can I get up and play the?" play the kit and he always unless he knows that person personally he they nobody touches his kit because like you said drums are very expensive if they put a stick through one of your skins or something or knock your cymbals over that's you know it's a lot of money yeah you'd you'd be really unhappy wouldn't you even the drumsticks are expensive (laughs) yeah 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 and the microphones are too for that matter yeah you know they're not not cheap cheap to get a good quality microphone. I was very lucky actually speaking about that because I bought one down at um, oh, down Wollongong, oh, Dapto, at Dapto Markets and it, and I looked at it and it was a genuine Shure microphone mm-hmm. and it's a, it's a beta one that's got the blue ring around it and they're worth about 300 and something bucks brand new. Yeah. And this looked pretty new, and the, and the bloke sold it to me for I think it was fifty cents or a dollar. And I, I I asked him, I said, how can you sell it so cheap? And you said, look, mate, my my missus has really peed off with me because I've got that much music gear. And I thought, <laughs> well, that that's the only excuse I need. And I didn't ask him any more questions. I thought, if you're going to sell it that cheap, I'm taking it. That's it's it. The, it's the best microphone I've ever had. Oh, there you go. You can't complain. Yeah. Now, you would have been with your dad and seeing his band. How would you say that um, the way things are done with bands, are they the same? Have they changed? Have they improved? Oh, they've changed a lot. They've changed mm-hmm. a lot. When I told my dad that I was doing gigs years ago with Sean McCarthy up, up in Mudgee, and that we'll get 150 bucks. He laughed at me because he'd been getting that 30 years ago. And Do you know only... what? I just had this conversation before uh, I've, your interview. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. Everybody's uh, saying it. It's. And, yeah, I beg your pardon for interrupting. And you're right. And not only that, it wasn't just it wasn't just the money. They could drink as much as they wanted. Right. And and there was the accommodation, and you know, and they had meals as well, like. They were very well looked after back yeah, then. Yeah, right, yeah. Like so they, they, a... they didn't become millionaires out of it or anything like that, but um, things seemed a lot better and there was plenty of work too. Yeah, right. Well, the work is starting to come back around now. I mean, it's still taken a long time after COVID, yeah. hasn't it? Yeah, I, I really do think that next year things should almost be back to normal because what I'm finding at the moment is um, I, we've done a few Friday gigs where you, you get there and it's like, oh, gee, there's no one here. And then they sort of end up coming. Mm. But but it's not as busy as the Saturday night. And I think that's just the way the economy is at the moment and people are only budgeting for one night. 
Ah, good point. Good point. So that's um, that's been a bit tricky, but you know, my my father taught me something and told me something very very valuable. Um, at one stage, he said he didn't care if he played to five people or five thousand people, because at the end of the night, he still got paid the same. Yeah, exactly. And oh. you know what? You still put out as much energy as if it was five people to five hundred. Oh, look, we we try we try to do that. At, at, at every gig but it is much easier when you've got a big crowd and they're going off and they're having a great time it, you really can feel that that energy exchange yeah and you and you feed off of it yeah that and that's awesome that that's the like Oatley um, pub where you guys have played before too that's yeah. one place that that goes off and is, is a great venue um, there's a few other places that that go off like that as well so we're hoping to get more gigs like that in the future. And, and and the gigs where you start from your very first song and you've got people on the dance floor all night, they're, they're my favourite gigs. Yes. I yep. love that because that's our band. Our band's all about fun. Like if if we're not having fun, um, you know, we want everyone else to have fun. So that's what it's all about for us. And and, and people do. They, they rebook us there. We're, we usually um, go over very well. Um, and and people people like us that come to see us. So we get compliments at the end of the night, and that's really nice to hear good feedback as well. Oh, it absolutely is. You know what I love is when you sing a song and and you see the people in the audience singing it as well. Yeah, you well, think yeah, you've chosen the right song there. I, I'll tell you another funny story. So last time we played at Oatley, we had a little we had a little problem. Um, the the desk fell over and it it, oh. it kind of blew up. <laughs> it, st- it stopped oh, no. it stopped working. It stopped working and and we're like, oh no, what are we what are we going to do? So um, the guys, you could still hear the guys through their amplifiers because um, you know that sounds coming out. That's not through the desk. Yeah. So Murray just kept playing the piano and he was he was seeing. Um, you know, Billy Joel songs and stuff like that. And, and the crowd were all singing along with it. Mm. And I went down and saw my, my mate after that set and he goes, uh, he didn't, he just thought it was all part of the show. He had no idea what had happened. No one else did. Yeah. Uh, my ex-wife was there and she come up and she said, I can't hear you through the microphone. And I went down and I said, that's because the bloody desk fell over. <laughs> and Andre worked out that we could, Murray had another channel in his amplifier, so I was singing through that at one stage and walking over to the boys so they could do the backup vocals as well. So it was really tough, but but while this was sort of going on, um, Murray got on the phone with his wife and she bought another desk in and saved the night because oh, um, we could continue on properly in our, in our last set. But that was lucky too. That didn't happen straight away in the second set. So yeah. We got away with it, and they're going to get us back there. So, and I—that was my biggest fear. It's like, oh no, this has turned into a bit of a disaster. But actually, nobody really noticed a thing. So, <laughs> you know what? They—that—that's it, isn't it? You know, is what what you think is the biggest problem? It's actually people are like, oh wow, this is a real cool show. Yeah, because the, yeah. the people that were singing down the front, there was about ten of them, and they were just loving it. They were all having a like it was like a singing sea shanties or something, you know, <laughs> yeah, having yeah. to sing along. Yeah, it was great. And, and people love that. People yeah. love that. Well, that's so, what we try to do too. We we try to make sure that 
that we do songs where people can sing along and we encourage people to sing along. And, um, you know, we'll even put the microphone out so that they can come up and, and sing along too. And, yeah. and like, we, we get them to, we get the crowd involved in our shows. Um, yeah. And, and dancing as well. We do um, Shake a Tail Feather by the Blues Brothers and we, we put hats on cool. and glasses on and, yeah. and, um, try to get everyone to do the dance moves. I don't know all the dance moves though. I, I don't know how to do the Watuzi. I've got no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think so long as you're shaking something, the girls will be happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, I'm blushing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that come out quite as I meant it, but in any case, people will read it as they like. Oh, I know what you meant. <laughs> so, Max, have you ever uh, recorded anything with your sister or with your dad? No, I haven't yet, but they are going to get me to do a song that I wrote. Um, it's called Wind Me, Die Me, Patsy Climb Me. Ooh. So, so it's a it's a country song, and what I did was my mum when she was alive, she had a, um, a readers. She used to get um, stuff from Readers Digest, and she had like the, the greatest of Patsy Cline. So I asked her for all the names, and then what I did was I sat down and I I wrote a song, and I put nice. all those song like. Um, Walking After Midnight, Crazy, all, all these songs. I put them in there so it made a story with, with those song lyrics and then I, I made up the chorus myself and the chorus sort of goes, we can wine, we can dine, um, missing the Patsy Cline. That I'm sounds like, really cool. Yeah, and and I'd really like to record that, but I, I've most of my stuff is very sort of country-influenced, um, probably because of Dad. Because mm-hmm. um, that's what his band was was doing, but he did start off doing pop music, actually, when he started. Oh, out. okay, yeah. yeah. So, what genre do you like the best? Me, I look, I like, I like everything. Um, I really love what we do. Um, so, what what we do, we do from seventies to to modern stuff, and we're doing a, a good mix of uh, like pop, rock. Um, we do funky music, so you could say a bit of funk. Um, we're even doing um, some disco. We're doing um, You Should Be Dancing by the Bee Gees. Nice. Yeah, and we do, um, yeah, as, as modern as we go is um, Metallica and um, Three Doors Down, we do the Kryptonite song. Anna. Oh, that's one of my favourites, that others. one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Well, uh, make sure that... Uh, you do record your song because I'm sure everybody would love to listen to it and probably purchase it too. I've only, I've only recorded stuff on my phone and I've put that up on, on Facebook or YouTube and that before, but I really want to do it properly and yeah. have, you know, hire some musos. And I know plenty of people that are willing to put their hands up. Um, I Actually, um, Andrew Robson is going to get me to sing one of his songs on his album. Nice. That's yeah. really good. So we just haven't – it's just really hard trying to make a time because we're busy every weekend just about and he's been busy doing stuff as well and we'll, we'll get around to it though. Yeah. Well, you know what? You'd rather be busy than not. Exactly. I, look, <laughs> this, is, this, is what I, this is what I love to do. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I would do it full time tomorrow if I could. But it's yeah. just a bit. The music industry is a little bit risky, and uh, but that's what I'm I'm looking at 
probably doing next year, I think I'm going to try to do more work, mm-hmm. um, whether that's um, singing with other bands or um, even doing a duo. I do have a mate that's in an Eagles cover band at the moment and he's been nice. working really hard to do that. And we, before he sort of done that, we were going to do a duo. So that's still on the cards as well. That sounds really good. I'm I'm so, liking that you're um, got plans for the future. That's the main thing. Yeah, I got another I got another project too that um, I'm I've got a few friends um, involved in. Um, you you know a couple of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know you know Andrew Brodie, don't you? Yes. So he he'll be our drummer, and Carl Saunders will be one of the guitarists. Oh, cool. And then we've got another guitarist that Andrew was already working with up in Tamworth where he's from, uh, up that way where he's living. And uh, we just need a bass player. And, um, yeah, I can't really say much more than that because I want it to get off the ground and, and then we'll see where it goes from there. But it's it's very exciting. It's, it's going to be different. Um, I don't think anyone else is doing it. So uh, stay well, tuned. Yeah, definitely. And... Um... I would love to see that happen for you. I really, really would. Yeah. So the listeners can contact you if they want to book you, either through Touchwood Rock Band or Max Richards yeah, they can, Jr. They can, on Facebook. Yeah, they can They can look me up. Yeah, no problem. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure everybody is now really, really interested and cannot wait to see what your next venture is. As long yeah. as... as you know, where Touchwood Rock goes with you as well. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I really, you know, that's, I would love to do music full time, like I said. And with the duo thing and that too, I've just got to really sit down and put the put the time in and the effort and pick the guitar up again and, yeah, and um, yeah, start, yeah. start playing. Because I think that's what I'll be doing if I'm going to be in a duo. Um, depends on, on, on who it's like, if it's with Chris, um, Sabatini, that's his name, um, that I'll be doing the duo with, um, he'll probably just play the guitar and I'll just sing, yeah, which right. is good, which is good for me. I, I, I'd much rather just be the front person and, and do the singing. Um, it's a lot easier to concentrate on one thing, I think. Yeah. Oh, it is a little bit difficult to do both. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you I've, can get there, that's for I, sure. I've done it before, like when I was in Dad's duo and that, but I didn't sing everything. We shared pretty much yeah. half half each. Yeah. So. All right, Max. Well, thank you so much for your time this evening. I've thoroughly enjoyed speaking with you and hope to catch up with you at a venue soon. No worries. It would be, be great to catch up. I've still got to come and watch your um, your band, yeah, I've seen your duo and I've got to come watch your band. Oh, we'd love that. That'd be great. Thank no you. Worries. And I think <laughs> your your band would be great to um to some not everyone's sort of doing that kind of thing as well. No, they're not. No, thank you. Thank so, you. And that's that's really important too because um uh, you know, some venues I I know people that used to go to the same venue every week and they won't go there anymore because they're sick of the bands playing the same old stuff. They're all playing the same thing. Right, yes, yes. And it, that's, it's pretty hard because everyone's, you know, you've got your, your pub favourites and your classics and everything, but you've got to try and throw a bit of stuff in that's a little bit different too and that's what we try to do at Touchwood Rock as well. Yeah, well, we are. We're, you know, totally different than that, so... 
yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right then, Max. Well, take it easy and thank you again for speaking with us and sharing your stories. And I wish you all the success and good night. No worries. Thanks, Crystal. Good night. Thank Thank you. you. Bye-bye. And we were joined this evening by Max Richards, Jr. You have been listening to Conversations with Crystal. I am your hostess, Crystal. And until next week, when we have another fabulous guest for you, please stay safe, stay happy, stay cool, stay awesome. And most of all, please stay tuned to this channel. Good night.